Hey bestie, if you weren't already aware, my signature business course is going live very, very soon. So currently we are at the start of June and we are kicking off the Ambitious CEO in approximately four weeks from now. Ambitious CEO is where successful businesswomen come to shatter the glass ceilings of what they think is actually achievable for them in their business. Over eight weeks, we'll go through teachings in eight key areas of your business to maximize the success that's in your reach. We're going to go through things like email marketing, content planning, responsibilities as a CEO, how to better manage your time and how to maximize productivity in every level so that you can get the most out of your business and absolutely shatter the glass ceilings of what's possible for you. You and your business will leave here worlds apart from where you started. Currently, we're enrolling for presale at 799AUD, or you can opt for our monthly payment plan, which is six monthly installments of $134. The link to sign up for Ambitious CEO or even to read more about what the course entails is in our show notes. Now, let's get into today's episode. Good morning, besties. Good morning, good evening, good afternoon. It is an absolute honor to join you in the car, on your walk. I don't know, whatever we're doing, cleaning out the wardrobe. Like it is a pleasure, a true pleasure to be in your ears once again. First of all, can we all just see how proud we are of me? This is my third week in a row posting consistently and I really want to keep it up. So I'm actually recording two weeks out from when it's going live. So this is being recorded almost two weeks prior to it being published. However, I just feel like it's the vibe. I'm going to keep trying my very, very best to like record and upload, record and upload, stay about two weeks ahead. That way, if I fall off the wagon for one week, I'm still good. We'll still get it there. Um, But yeah, today I really wanted to speak specifically about reducing friction to maximize our productivity. So first and foremost, I want to talk about these as concepts before we actually go into the tools and things that we need to know in order to get the most success out of this, right? So the reason that anyone wants to maximize productivity, right? Why we want to be the most productive in the least amount of time possible is that's the sweet spot where you see really successful business owners having such amazing wild life, but still so much moves behind the scenes of their business. So say for instance, if you like follow someone on Instagram or, you know, you see like a proper celebrity with a full blown business and you're like, how do you get it all done? Those people are so productive, it's not even funny. Obviously, they have a team too, but speaking from my experience, something that I always get asked is like, literally, how do you get it all done? And it's because productivity is my jam. Like, I'll be fully in work mode and I'll be getting shit done. And that way, when I switch out or like, not even that, when I'm actually in work mode getting shit done, I get so much done. And especially when it's your zone of genius. Now, this isn't specifically something that I want to talk to today, but I do have Gab, my beautiful VA, who helps me get shit done as well. She doesn't, she obviously can't record my podcasts because girl, it's my podcast. (laughs) She doesn't write any of my email marketing unless it's like a course sell. Um, So if it's like a blog post or anything like that, that is my words. All of my social media is me. My TikTok is me. A lot of my business is still run with 
by me. And that's specifically where I want to talk about productivity today. When it comes to operations, that's where Gab helps me out a lot. So if there's emails that come through that just need like a quick response, if there's something in the back end in terms of like payment plans or like setting up links for people or following up like, you know, failed payments, whatever it is, that's Gab's domain. So I want to talk about productivity, especially in the front end of our business. And the front end is where we're launching and projecting forwards and moving our business forwards. The back end is when we're just maintaining what we've already got on here. So that's not what we're going to talk about today. I potentially might do a bit of an episode on front end and back end business, business, business (laughs) in the future. But today we're talking about why productivity is so important. And that's exactly the fact. Like I want to be able to sit down, smash out as much work as possible and then get up and go and live my life. So today, even per se, I got up and started work at like I think it was about 9.30 that I actually started work stuff and I have done two one hour work stints. Then I went for a walk and now I'm sitting down to record this podcast. It's like 12.30 in the afternoon. I've got an appointment for Bubs today um, at like 3 p.m. So I want to be fully switched off out of work mode by then. I also want to make blondies today. Blondies, the new brownies, it's a whole thing. But The reason that I want to be able to smash productivity is because when I sit down and do all of these things, I want to be able to achieve what it would take for someone in in an office job, a nine to five office job. I want to be able to achieve the same amount of work in my time of productivity as it would for them to work a nine to five. Now, I don't know if you guys have ever worked another job, if you're currently in another job or whatever. When you sit down, when you're doing work, I can almost guarantee there's a level of you're just like meandering around, right? I relate it back to like when I used to work at Target and you would be given like a trolley full of like toys or like whatever. Let's talk about when I worked in soft goods in like women's wear. If I was given like a full rack of different season clothes to come out, so like say we're just moving into winter, we've got all of these new like beautiful like jumpers and jackets and boots and jeans that need to go out in ladies wear, I wouldn't be hustling. I wouldn't be like, yep, that goes there, move that rack here, put that one there, blah, 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 that will do, Let's, let's move on. I would genuinely spend so much time (laughs) fucking around. I would be like chatting to someone in the fitting room. I'd be like walking out the back to like change my fixtures over so they could hang on different arms. I'd be like color coordinating them from like lightest to darkest. And while some of these things are like somewhat important, like visual merchandising is a whole thing, right? But also there was a part of me that was like, I want to drag this out as much as possible so that I don't have to do like 75 different cages during this shift. Like it just gets to be easy. I don't want that mentality in my business. I want to sit down. I want to fuck shit up for an hour and then I want to sign out and I want to go and live my life. And I'm sure so much of us want the same because we want to run successful businesses, but we don't want it to come at the cost of our life. And like, whilst I'm not into hustle culture, I'm not into like, you know, the grind and all of that. I do definitely think an element of it is so, so important in your regions of productivity. So when I sit down for a work stint, genuinely, you cannot reach me. You could break into my house and you won't reach me. I've got my headphones on. I've got the door shut. I am so in the zone. Like you genuinely, you won't even get me. Like I'm just so hyper-focused on what I'm doing that I can smash it out and I can move on. And then when I'm done, I'm done. And like, that's the whole point of productivity for me. The issue with this sometimes, like people want to sit down and be really, really productive or they want to sit down and like get a lot of things done in their business. They might even have like a lot of big dreams. I can relate to that as well. Like even let's like talk about this podcast specifically. I was like, I want to grow this podcast so big. I want to have episodes every week. I want to have 
ads. I want to have intros. I want to have all of this stuff. But the actual friction to getting that done, to maximizing productivity was really, really big for me at a time. And I'm going to talk about it in a second. But it's like we often, it's not even just about being productivity with the work we have to get done, but it's the work we want to get done for like a bigger picture and where we see our business going. So with this podcast specifically, I used to actually be really reliable somewhat. It's hard to believe. I know guys, I actually used to be really reliable and I would post pretty frequently. I'd never had a recording structure, which is what I'm trying to find what works best for me at the moment. There was a time where I was trying to record four podcasts in one day and then that would be my full month. But I just felt like the quality of podcasts that were coming out just like weren't feasible. I also don't see it feasible to be recording every week because some weeks are chaotic for me and I'm training heaps in person or vice versa. Like it's just not always feasible for me to record every week. So what I'm trialing at the moment is doing two episodes in say like the first week of the month and then two episodes in the second week of the month and then that will cover me for the whole month so it would be like two weeks on two weeks off that's what I'm trialing at the moment we'll see how it goes I really want to record a second podcast today and if I do that then I've stayed on top of that so we will see but a massive massive part of friction to me being productive for this podcast was the fact that I used to be signed to an agency so I used to be working with someone that would like produce my podcast for me so it was literally as simple as I would sit down I would record I would send it over to them they would um, write all of my show notes they would edit all of my visuals into a couple of reels for me to post on like social media they would you know make sure all of the links and the show notes and stuff like that were working they would like schedule it to post they would do everything like that for me however this actually ended up being a massive amount of friction for me to be productive right so for me to actually get my podcast done now what I needed to do I needed to have a clean room I needed to set up my lighting I needed to feel pretty because I didn't want to sit down and have all of these reels like edited for me to go on my, you know, Instagram page if I'm not feeling nice. So it was like, instead of it just being like, I'll write my show notes and then I'll sit down and then I'll record a podcast. All of a sudden there was all of this friction that actually came down to getting the task done, right? To give a different example, one of my least favorite jobs in the universe is putting washing away. Connor simply doesn't understand why this is a thing for me. It's a fucking thing. And the reason that it's a thing is because specifically at the moment, I have so many clothes because I have my pre-baby clothes and I'm buying all of these new clothes as I grow um, so that I actually have clothes that I fit into. But all of my drawers are like chock a block. So I will fold a pair of, say, like linen pants and I'll walk over to my drawers. I'll open the drawer and they're not going to fit. And then I open the next drawer, they're not going to fit. And that's what snaps me. It's the friction to actually getting the job done. It's not the job itself. So say, for instance, if there was no pants in any of those drawers, I'd be able to smash out that task so much more quickly. So number one, I'd be more productive. I'd get it done way quicker. But two, the mental load associated with doing the task would be significantly lower, which would mean I'd have more mental capacity for other things during the day. Now, I want to almost like tangibilize that for you. And I know that's not a real word, but I'm like, I want to give it numbers. I'm a numbers girly, but say for instance, putting, you have a hundred energy. Let's like, let's say it like that. You've got a hundred energy, a hundred capacity at any one time. You can spend that however you want in the tasks that you have. For me to record a podcast with visuals, right? So to get pretty, to set up my room, to clean my room, to like lock Winston out, all of the things, make sure he's not crying because it ruins my audio. 
to do all of that, that was absolutely 100% or 100 points of capacity. That took my full capacity, which meant there was nothing left over after that work stint, which meant I then had to switch off and do something else that was not work-related or even housework related. And I want you to be able to like see them as tangibles because you can't go from doing something like 100% capacity at work, e.g. recording the podcast with visuals. And then if imagine the mental breakdown I would have if I then came into my room to put the washing away and my pants didn't fit in the drawer, right? You're like, that's when you're fucking overwhelmed. That's too much, guys. So what I want you to also remember is like this transcends through if you're at 100% capacity with your personal life into business as well. But Say, for instance, I go to recording my podcast as I do now. I don't have anyone that manages it. I'm back to managing it myself. I write my own show notes, which yes means I take a little bit more energy. But honestly, for me, writing is one of my really strong suits. So I'd rather do that. I'll just write it up. Um, You know, and I'm literally recording this podcast in my bedroom right now because I was like, oh, I feel like the audio would be nice in here. And also my office is messy and I didn't want to clean it. So I'm like, cool, let's reduce the friction. Let's reduce how much capacity it takes me to actually do the thing that I want to do to maximize my productivity. So I'm going to record it in my bedroom and I'm not doing visuals, right? Now, instead of it taking 100, it's taking 50, which means I can be more productive in this work stint and get two podcasts recorded. If they're 50 points each, we've got 100 points capacity. Do you see what I'm getting at here? We want to reduce the friction, The actual task itself still has to be done, but we can minimize the friction or the mental load that it's taking us to actually complete the task. And sometimes when there's so much mental load associated with our task, we can literally stimulate our central nervous system to feeling like really anxious and going into dysregulation. And some, for some people that can be like, you'll go into complete avoidance. It's like, I know I need to record a podcast, but the thought of like all of the things I need to do to record a podcast is like so much. So I'm just going to clean my bedroom instead. (laughs) Maybe not clean the bedroom because it's the pants things that's going to send you overboard then. But it's like, Even I will sometimes be like, oh, I really want to like order fresh new groceries. I want to like plan out what I'm like doing for the week, which I do most weeks. But say, for instance, I was just away over the weekend. I usually clean out the fridge on a Sunday. I open the fridge and there's definitely moldy shit in there. And I was like, oh, my God, I'm going to be sick. That has all of a sudden increased the friction of me getting my meal prep done because now there's an additional task associated with my productivity. So by removing friction or reducing the mental load associated with the task, we have more mental capacity to be able to achieve the task, right? And I'm going to go through a few examples because there are going to be so many things that you want to do that are going to be stimulating your central nervous system, that are going to be building friction, that are going to be make it harder for you to do everyday tasks in your life, but also productive tasks that you want to use to, you know, propel your business or your personal life or your friendships, whatever it might be. Number one, feeling pretty every day. This is something that's really massive for me because if I feel pretty every day, I'm more productive, I'm happier, I'm more likely to like record my um, like TikToks and like show up on my Instagram stories. This is actually like, so it might cost me 10 energy to get up and make myself pretty every day, but it reduces the mental load or my friction to all of the other things subsequent. So it's like, if I like put on my to-do list, record TikTok videos, and then it just so happened to be on a day that I didn't get ready and I felt like shit and I wasn't fake tanned and my hair was a mess. It, the, now the mental load or the points, if we go with the point system associated with making the TikToks is now like 350 versus if I would already gotten ready in the morning, it'd be like 10. 
So that's something that I do frequently so that the friction of running my business is less. So showing up on stories, like recording TikToks, um, you know, even just like going out to get coffee. Who wants to go out to get coffee feeling like shit? Or like going out for dinner with Connor, like after a full work day. It's like, I always feel good now, presentable. And therefore the friction of how my day flows is a lot different. Not everyone cares about feeling pretty. I do because it actually makes a massive difference in my life. But some things that can cause friction with you feeling pretty is if you wake up in the morning and while you're standing there, I I don't know how you guys sleep. Honestly, I sleep in like just underwear basically all of the time. My house is fucking freezing. We've got a walk-in wardrobe that's tiled and then it goes through to our bathroom, which then has a window, right? So you can imagine how cold that is in Melbourne on a winter's morning. If I don't select my outfit mentally before I get in out of the bed, or if I don't physically select it out the night before, I will get up. I'll be freezing my ass off looking at my clothes, trying to piece together an outfit. Again, the friction of me feeling pretty, the productive task I'm going to do, it's just gone through the roof. And oftentimes I'm not even going to be able to piece together an outfit that makes me feel super cute because I'm freezing and I'm just like, oh my God, like literally just put clothes on me. So something that I could do to reduce the friction of performing that task is select my outfit the night before. And when I'm super organized, I do do this. I used to, there was a period in my life that I would go through the full week that like Monday to Friday, what the weather was going to be each day and select my outfit for every day, put it on coat hangers and like put it in one side of my wardrobe. And so every day I knew exactly what I was wearing. Do they do that anymore? Not so much. Sometimes I'll mentally put my outfit together like the night before. So like when I'm going to sleep, I think about what I'm wearing the next day or I'll do it in the morning when I wake up or, you know, sometimes I'll select it out. But that definitely reduces the friction to you feeling pretty. Another thing that I used to have is that I had like all of my makeup in my office because that used to be like my dressing room and because I obviously used to do makeup. So I used to have all of my makeup down in my office and I was getting dressed and doing my hair up here in my ensuite. So what I did to reduce the friction of me needing to like walk all the way down there to grab a product, I pulled everything out and I put it in my ensuite. It's like I've got a little makeup bag in my ensuite now so I can do my makeup while I'm doing everything else. So now from if I've rolled out of bed, I've grabbed my pre-selected outfit, I've done my hair and makeup, I'm ready to go. Like it reduces the friction of me running around all morning trying to feel pretty. The other thing is getting rid of clothes that don't make you feel like a 10 out of 10 or like whatever your standard is. Maybe you're like, as long as I feel more than an eight out of 10, I'm good. What I mean by that is like sometimes you'll get up and if you have clothes that like sometimes you feel like you can rock and other times you can't, you'll put it on, you do your hair and makeup, you walk in front of the mirror and you're like, oh, oh my God, I don't feel cute today, right? Imagine if you only had clothes in your wardrobe that made you feel good. You could whack anything on and be like, yeah, I feel cute today. Like you can see how like all of these things build towards the task itself being so much easier. So even something that I always preach is if you travel a lot, I travel all the fucking time. I have my makeup lives in my makeup bag. That means if I'm going away, I just need to grab my makeup bag and I chuck it in my going away bag. It has everything I need for a normal look all the way up to like a slightly more advanced look all in one bag. I don't have to sit there and like pick out what products I'm taking and like take some out. It's like it's all in that one spot. Same as if I'm staying somewhere. If I had a photo shoot like the other week, I just grabbed that whole makeup bag and I went right. It's all in one spot. It reduces so much time needed to perform the task. 
The second thing that I preach for like if you travel a lot is having a travel bag. So I have like a travel products bag and it has mini versions or decanted versions of all of the products that I use ready to go. I literally have mini perfume, deodorant, bobby pins, hairspray, makeup remover, skincare, fucking like tanning oil, moisturizer. Like I genuinely have band-aids, like everything in there that you will need or would want to pack while you're away. That stays fully in its travel kit. I never unpack that. I come home after going away. I literally am away like one to two times a month. So like it is quite frequent for me. I just put that right in the top of my wardrobe. The next time I go away, I pull it out, pull out my makeup kit. Now all I have to do is put together my clothes and my undies and I'm ready to go on holidays, right? See how much that reduces the load of packing? Not what my point was, but like you see how there's so many things that you can actually do to create less friction in your life when you're wanting to be more productive. By reducing the friction of having to, you know, grab all of my um, skincare and like shower products and grab all of my makeup and pack all of that, me packing, I can literally smash it out in like 10 minutes, like after a full day of work, because it takes me like 10 points of capacity versus if I didn't have that, the stress of forgetting something or like writing a list or like trying to get everything together is immediately a 50 and I have less capacity to do other things in my life, right? So that's what I want you to consider. It's all a bit of like a snowball effect. The other thing, the other things, I've got two other sections that I want to talk about and the rest of it, you can just like start applying this to everywhere in your life, right? Where do I have lots of friction that's unnecessary that I could potentially reduce? Getting admin work done. I know that so many people struggle to actually get their admin work done. And what I think is really cool or really important to reducing friction here is scheduling. We schedule oftentimes you'll be in beauty or some other... I don't know, industry where it's like you're constantly scheduling. You could be PT, you could be, I don't know, like you could even be a mindset or fitness coach or whatever it is. And you're constantly scheduling calls with people. It's like we're in schedule mode all the time. Imagine how easy it would be to get admin work done if you scheduled it in like a client or a call. Like you would just show up and you would get it done. So what I think is really valuable for people is like every week, e.g. Monday morning, 9 a.m., I've got a one hour block where I do all of my DMs, emails and replies. So I get back to everyone every Monday and say every Thursday where you have that one hour block. Imagine how easy it is to keep on top of that because now there's not a mental load associated with, oh, fuck, I forgot to reply to that person. Oh, I should have done this. I should have done that. But equally, you don't have to like try and squeeze it in. It's like you've got a time allocated for that and you get it done. The second thing to getting more admin work done or being more productive, clean up your workspace and make it something, an area where it's really easy for you to get shit done. I, in my office, and as I said to you guys, it's not clean at the moment. So I'm literally recording from my bedroom. That's a way that I can reduce the the friction of getting my podcast done today, right? By just like not even considering the fact that it's so messy that I can't record in there. My brain would not, simply would not cope. But when it's clean, I have my podcast mic always plugged in. My ring light's always plugged in. My hard drive's always plugged in. My top two drawers that are closest to me um, have touch-up makeup. Um, so if I'm going on a call or something, and then my next drawer over is all of my like pens, pencils, everything organized. I've got a ring light in there. I literally have, I have two ring lights. I have my desk one and then I have my tall one that like works as my tripod. I have everything in there that I need to be super productive, which means 
If I wanted to record a reel of me doing something in my office, I don't have to walk out into another room to grab my tripod. I've got it there. I don't have to, you know, gather all of my things to get ready to record my podcast. It's already there. It's plugged in and it's ready to go. So having a clean workspace that supports what you need to do every day, that's going to make a massive difference in terms of getting your admin work done. Then the last point for being more productive with getting admin work done is figure out when you feel the most productive. I honestly am productive so early in the morning. Like I could get up and start smashing workout from 7am. Probably ideally for me, it's like 7.30 to 8am is my start time. And then by like 1 or 2pm, my brain is fried and like we're simply not getting anything done after that. So you might be someone totally different. Like my best friend, we always laugh because we're on opposite schedules. Like she'll go to bed at 5 a.m. And I'm like, babe, that's why I'm getting up. Like we are quite literally on opposite schedules. So for someone like her, her most productive time might be like 7 p.m. till 10 p.m. or whatever it is. Figure out when you're the most productive and try and schedule your important tasks for then. We're always going to have things like throughout the day where you know, we can't really help it. So like if you work a nine to five, you're like, okay, babe, but my most productive time is 11 a.m. What do I do? Okay, when outside of nine to five, are you the most productive, right? Is it the hour when you get home? Is it the first hour when you wake up in the morning? How can I actually schedule tasks in that block to create the life that I want to create? It doesn't have to be specifically business focused. Like if you want to feel more fit, right? If you want to feel more healthy and you're struggling to meal prep or go to the gym or whatever because you work a nine to five and you're like, oh, I'm just the most busy nine to five and that's when I would go to the gym. Okay, figure out what the friction is to you going to the gym. I know for a fact, if I schedule a morning class, that's easier for me than going to an afternoon class because by afternoon, I'm either tapped out or I'm overwhelmed with shit I need to do. If I go first thing in the morning, there's no friction. I wake up, I go to the gym, right? Figure out what works for you. The last thing that I want to say is remove non-necessities across the board, across the fucking board. Like this is the literal last point of the podcast. Remove the non-necessities. So for me, is it essential for this podcast for me to have visuals? No, right? It's, it's absolutely not essential. So I removed it. Done. Now there's less friction for me to get this podcast done. Creating email marketing. So I know a lot of people want to do email marketing. I'm in my email marketing era. You can sign up to my email list, by the way. I'll leave it in the show notes. If you want to get my emails, they're actually really good. I read them and I'm like, oh my God, girl, you're giving this away for free. Like that is crazy. I'll leave the link in the show notes. But a lot of people want to do email marketing and they're like, I just don't have time to sit down at my computer and, you know, write out all of these email marketings. Like I've already got calls or clients or whatever booked. Babe, I literally do my email marketing most of the time voice to text while I'm driving. I'll like have an idea and I'm like voice to texting. Then I've got templates set up and I can either send it over to Gab and get her to put it together Or when I come home, it takes me 10 minutes or less than to copy and paste it out of my notes into my emails and select when it needs to get sent, right? See how much easier that is than sitting down and writing an email. There's so much less friction because all the time I'm driving, I drive all the time. This is where I can like remove the non-essentials, the non-necessities. It's not essential for me to sit down at my desk and do it, but I want to do it. So I'm going to reduce the friction or the mental load that it takes to get me to do the task. If you said to me, I had to sit down and write out my email marketing, I wouldn't do it. I genuinely wouldn't do it. Like every part of me would find an excuse to not sit down. Whereas if you're like, babe, just like when you're in the car and you're feeling like good, just like voice to text and like do a couple and then you're good for the week. 
I'm way more likely to do it. Removing non-essentials, like having different Instagram stories all the time, e.g. like, and I I want to preface that because that can sound different to what I mean. When you've got appointments available for the week, like let's just have a template that you use. Maybe it changes a little bit, but you've got like a text template and you just change the, the photo behind it. Then when you've got appointments for the week, you just like quickly bang them up. There you go, ready to go. It's not like you're creating this full nude template every single time you've got an appointment free or whatever it might be. Do I recommend this like for the bigger things, like for courses and for like bigger ticket items? Absolutely fucking not. But like little things, it's like, where can I actually reduce the friction of me being, you know, productive on social media or me getting people to book in their appointments with me? How can I reduce friction? Okay, well, rather than, you know, having to post about all of my appointments all the time and then like getting people to DM me and book them in, can I get a booking system? Can I book them in one when they're here in person? Where are all of the ways that I can remove friction? That summarizes it for me, guys. That is it for today. It has been, it actually was a longer episode than I thought it was going to be. I hope this has helped you compartmentalize friction and productivity so much that you're just like, oh my God, babe, I feel like I can get so much more done in my business right now. And that you want to have like this massive purge where you go out and you like clean out your pants drawer. So when you like fold up your pants, it actually fits in there and you move your makeup and and you do all of the little things that help to reduce the friction for you to get the tasks done and be super productive. So as always, if you liked today's episode, leave me a review, tell me you love me and come and follow me over on Instagram at by Kaylee Haddo. And also maybe just sign up for Ambitious CEO. If you want more shit like this, if you want your business to be transformed, this is the place you need to be. It is absolutely this episode on steroids. It's the biggest loser bootcamp for businesses and you absolutely need to be inside. It has been a pleasure spending time with you, my babes. I will speak to you so soon.